Ladies and gentlemen, the president has not been shot. Everything's okay. Welcome Thank to Big Dog God. Ball Talk. I'm Matt Eichhorn with Jordan Legal, as always. Uh, kind of disappointing. It's definitely, uh, you know, uh, Jordan, you can't really see it right now. The house is, uh, we're kind of decorated. We're decked out right now. And our, uh, maybe I, I don't know if I'm, I, I can hand you around. Maybe this will work. Like, got this little yeah, let me see. What do, what do we got? We got lots of, lots of Christmas. Oh, right okay. See this? Over there. All right. Oh, you got a nice. light? Everything looks really good. Yeah, we got lights. Yeah, uh, Matt just, just Matt just panned, and I saw two decorations. Uh, <laughs> it's in, uh, massive. Place, so there's lots. Very going good, on. Matt. Very good. Uh, yeah, no, Jordan. Seriously, everything looks great. It's really festive. Everything's awesome. But uh, I have a feeling we got, it's a bit of a blue Christmas right now because my friend Jordan was supposed to come visit me today, and he bailed. Yeah, like he always does. Great, yeah. great job, man. Ruined my Christmas before it even started. I'm sorry about that, Matt. I'm, I'm disappointed about it too. Yeah, I thought I'd be in the city just for one night. Turns out I'll uh, I will be there tomorrow. I don't think I'll have time to to get to be- together with you, pal. We we I've got to see apartments really quick and then be back here for work. But you know what? We're on the home stretch. Uh, in about a week, I'll be back in Toronto. All will be well again. We'll we'll have a great new place. We'll be doing the live podcast. We'll be doing it on live the pod corners, anywhere bars anywhere. We'll anywhere yeah. that'll have us. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're, we'll, we'll be back to it. We'll uh, have a little uh, sort of, we'll, we'll do again what we did on, what, uh, what was that, our second episode when we uh, were a little bit less professional and did uh, <laughs> uh, uh, an all-time draft uh, yeah. under the influence. We can make that a tradition. For sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. And if anyone hasn't seen that, it's one of our most popular episodes. You got to check out the all-time meme team draft. A lot of good laughs on that one. Definitely not one uh, you need to take too seriously. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But everybody... Thanks so much for joining in for another episode of Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, we're off to the races as per usual. And, uh, you know, the season's already a quarter of the way through almost. We're, we're coming onto that mm-hmm. that leg, which is insane to think. Uh, it feels like we're still in the first week. I'm still kind of gauging people out. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, this is it's insane. But, again, this is what I've loved about sports in general. But, uh, you know, the NBA in particular, the last couple of seasons, uh, ever since, you know, like the, the Cavs and Warriors stopped playing each other and the Super – like there hasn't really been a Super team – that has just been such a clear cut favorite yet. I mean, obviously the yeah. nets have looked like that, but it's, it's been nice to see the year's still been open. Um, yeah. but we're, we're going to tackle it. We're going to, we're going to start throwing haymakers early in this, uh, this podcast, uh, right now. So this is only a couple hours, uh, out from when this incident happened while we we're recording this. Uh, but LeBron James ejected for the second time in his, uh, his professional basketball career after yeah. being assessed, probably one of the, if not like the softest flagrant twos ever, uh, elbows, uh, piston center, Isaiah Stewart, a little bit, uh, after a free throw in the face, uh, he goes over to apologize and Isaiah Stewart just turns into an absolute animal, a freak. <laughs> like that guy was losing his mind. The PA announcer was yelling out stuff to like, hey, in your seat. no malice in the pile. Like, please, everyone just relax. We don't want to like, you will, <laughs> I believe the words used was you will be rested. You will be nabbed. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it was. It was insane. Isaiah Stewart literally lost his mind. I, I He was on a mission to kill LeBron. <laughs> and if it wasn't for DeAndre Jordan just squaring up and and Russ putting on like the 1940s, uh, put him up, put your Dukes up uh, stance, Errol Hawani looking guy. Uh, I mean, it, it was it was a scene. It was absolute scenes. LeBron's ejected. Obviously, Stewart's ejected. I, I, I won't be surprised if he gets a, a game or suspension. Yeah. Uh, I mean, especially doing that to LeBron, the league's not going to be happy about that. I mean, oh no, you watched all that, Jordan. I mean, what, what were you thinking when that was unfolding? 
Well, it's all like there's what happened, what actually took place, and then everything around it. Like the fact that LeBron hit uh, Isaiah Stewart and he didn't start bleeding right away. Obviously, no. I know how that that works. But then just like as the scene progressed, he just gets more and more blood. And by the end, he's like spitting it out of his mouth. It's all down the side of his face. <laughs> like I didn't know it was that bad when it first happened. And uh, but like. So there's the first time when there's little scrum, they, they get separated, you know, Dwayne Casey's in Isaiah Stewart's face trying to calm him down. Yeah. Kate Cunningham's in there all, you know, every, like no one was really escalating things uh, on the piston side. Everyone was just trying to calm him down. Yeah. Um, and then he breaks free again, which you see sometimes you see like the initial, like, yeah. Oh yeah. Like they pretend to calm down and they break free. But what you don't normally see is when he's all the way on the other side of the court, you think he's on his way off, uh, you know, into the tunnel. And the Lakers, they're still on the court, but they think this is mostly over. He breaks free again and just starts charging. Dex, like three security dudes, someone else. DeAndre Jordan is in like a stance waiting there. Like, uh, you know. With the most I'd seen him move in a while. Man. <laughs> yeah. He was really he looked, shifting the feet. He looked limber. He was ready. I don't know what the hell he was going to do. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, eventually, I think it was Cade Cunningham that had to get in there. Uh, you know, he actually ran up with, with Stewart and, you know, some of the Lakers were there waiting for him. That was, like you said, when Westbrook had his, uh, had his Dukes up and uh, it was just weird. Like the whole time I was thinking, what, what's his end game here? Because it, it would be one thing if LeBron did it and like kept like staring him down or was yeah. like jawing at him or something, but he did it and put his hand out right away. Like saying like, my bad, everyone said that, like, no one on the Pistons and like the presser after was like, Oh, LeBron, you know, he's he such a dirty shit. player. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I'm like, I, I really want to hear from Isaiah Stewart, like why he took such an exception from that hit because probably because like, he's got I... fucking anger management issues or something. <laughs> I think that's like, yeah. I know he's, he's been like chippy all year. Even last year he was yeah. pretty chippy. Like I, that was not a normal reaction to that elbow. No. And I, I I'm worried. This is going to like, I, I'm serious. Like, impact his career a little bit like i yeah. think people might be like okay i uh you know I, i'm not gonna like trust having this guy around if he's gonna react yeah. like that because uh you know who, who knows what could happen but like when i watched it again i was trying to see what lebron was doing because some people on twitter were saying lebron like kind of cheap shot cheap shot at him and like knew what he was doing but acted like it was on you know on accident mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think what lebron was trying to do was like knock away his arm like I, I think because LeBron was like looking at the basket, it was on a free throw, so they were both yeah. uh, going to be fighting for the rebound there. Um, and LeBron wasn't looking at him and kind of like swung his left arm across and down. And since Stewart was leaning forward, LeBron got him right in the face. But like I think it's a play like, and you see it all the time when guys are kind of frustrated, they put like whack the other guy's arm away and you yeah. know no one's no one's really hurt by that but like if you catch that in the face obviously you're gonna get you know you're gonna it's gonna fucking hurt yeah. um just just like what happened there but yeah i even even the people saying like it was a cheap shot i don't think lebron james meant to hit him in the face i, I really don't and uh i think you could tell by the way he reacted so like yeah it was it was a crazy scene yeah. like malice at the palace 2.0 but uh ended pretty early and uh like I just don't know, like what what the hell was Isaiah Stewart trying to do? If the Pistons didn't suck, maybe that people would have really freaked out. 
But yeah. I think the crowd was kind of like, ah, oh, that's just kind of funny. This is probably the most interesting <laughs> thing I've seen in like the last three seasons with the Pistons. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's go. Let's get the circus rolling. But I don't, yeah. I, that's the whole thing. It's like, what was his end game? If he did get a I, hold I of don't LeBron, know. Like, like, yeah. What's he going to do? It's like assault. Like it like beat him up. And it's like, yeah. like, I, like, okay. Beat up LeBron. You know, he's going to sue you. Like your contract's worth nothing. He's worth like, he's his like one year is worth like more than like money you've ever touched in your life times 10. Like and, it's not. And don't beat up the old bald guy, the old defenseless bald guy. Come on, yeah. pick on someone else, pick on Russ for God's sake. Uh, you know. Well, and, and again, yeah, I think, I think the actual, you know, what started it as well. I mean, it was almost like a Ben Stiller and dodgeball, you know, nobody makes me bleed <laughs> my own blood. Yeah. Freaking out. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, it's weird. Cause I think that maybe like, again, he was just seeing red, like who knows how much, like, again, it could have probably did hurt. Like elbows are sharp. Yeah. Like, it probably hurt like elbows. Hell. But at the same time, yeah, I don't think LeBron did it intentionally. It's not like LeBron has this big history of like cheap shotting guys and getting away with it. Like, no. yeah, I'm sure he gets away with some fouls. Like so everybody, every star does. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, also LeBron doesn't get a lot of calls, uh, but I mean, that's also, yeah. it, it's an arguable case. Uh, but anyhow, uh, yeah, I, I don't know why people would assume that he was like, of all people, this is when LeBron's going to start cheap shotting guys is against the Pistons. Like yeah. it's not yeah. what, what did he have to gain from that? Like that game wasn't, it wasn't like that's like a huge game for them. No, no, not at all. Yeah. And yeah, it, it, I just don't, that was the, that's the most baffling thing for me. It's just like, what is, because normally when this happens, like, uh, you know, if you've got a scuffle or something, you can tell what both guys want to do. You know, normally if yeah. they get their little row in like miles Turner and uh, you know, Rudy Gobert, you know, they do their little hug and then they're yep. done and they yep. move on. But I'm like, uh, well, yeah. What, what, what would he have done if he got a hold of LeBron? Was he going to, was he trying to say, cause, cause they were face to face there right at the beginning. Yeah. Like he, you'd think he would have said fine. everything it he was... needed to say. It was like, it was pretty normal um, kind of confrontation. And then, because even after, even after they got him off the fucking floor, after the full length court run, he took off into the tunnel and then they had to go and chase after him. And the announcers were saying, uh, it was the Lakers broadcast that I was watching the, the replay on. And they were like, oh, oh, the, the Lakers have just been warned. He might come through the other entrance and, and come out their bench. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, he could not yeah. be contained. Like, he's probably still running right now. Yeah, it's, probably. It's 11 yeah. p.m. right now. We'll be outside the Bronze Hotel. Three hours. <laughs> yeah, he's, he just you. probably took off on the streets of Detroit, just, just running God knows where. Uh, but yeah, what... Like, I think this one is just uh, like everyone's going to be talking about it, uh, you know, as as you're listening to this uh, Monday morning here, like I'm sure it'll be on all the shows uh, and, and everything. But like not because it was like particularly bad, just because it was like unlike other ones. It was just sure. strange because you're like, I, I don't know what this guy's motivation is. Yeah, it. it... <laughs> I think that's one thing, again, until we, I'm sure like, the next time he has any kind of media availability, he'll, he'll have to be asked about it. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. he won't. Uh, and I'm sure like he'll, I, I, it'll be interesting to see the way he takes a stance. If he, and cause you'd said, and I, I, I like where your, where your head's at. Cause again, like this is how, this is kind of becoming a, a common theme with Stewart. And even though he's a great, you know, rebounder, uh, yeah. I mean, like he's a, he's a solid player, but I mean, yeah. there's been tons of talent that have been, taken out of the league for less uh or just kind of not blackballed but you know like they don't really want the distraction around them yeah and for a young team you know if so if he comes out and he's you know maybe a little more apologetic or just in general you know understands maybe maybe three or four attempts at attacking a guy (laughs) when like you have like 25 people from different organizations and whatever walks of life trying to hold you back 
Maybe yeah, if he comes yeah. in and he goes, you know, my bad, hand up, my bad. Like, you yeah. know, I was just angry. <laughs> I I handled it poorly. You can do the whole, it doesn't, you don't even have to mean it, but as long as you say it, it's yeah, at least something. Yeah. But if he comes out and he's like, I don't want to talk about it. LeBron's a bitch. Like, blah, 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 there's <laughs> all this shit. Then, I mean, then I'm not going to really, then I'm going to be like starting to worry that he's really going to screw himself over and like really yeah. ruin his, uh, his future before it's even really like gotten to a point where he can have that. Cause yeah. yeah, it's it's in the in the modern NBA. I mean, there's not really room for guys like that. Uh, no, like, yeah, no. Again, stand up for yourself. Stand up for your team. We were saying in uh, you know when we were talking about the Jokic brothers versus the uh, the Morris brothers. Yeah, you kind of like seeing a little bit of a pushback. Like, I mean, yeah, if you get a hard elbow to the face, you you take you take uh, you take notice to it. You're you're not taking too kindly to it. Yeah, yeah, get back in the guy's face. Like, come on, like you know, like the, the cut the chicken wing shit. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, after that, then you just walk away. Like you don't have to do this over and over and over. Like it kind of no, like, no. like a Benny Hill skit. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it, it's it's crazy. Yeah, I I really want to hear from him, and I want to hear from LeBron too. Like because he yeah. didn't. I, I as far as I know, he hasn't given an interview tonight. Um, after the game, um, Westbrook Westbrook spoke. Uh, Anthony Davis uh, said, you know, his his little piece. He was. Yeah you know, said what he'd expect. Like, oh, we're going to, we're always going to protect our, our brother. But he also was like uh, saying kind of what we're saying. Like, I don't know what the hell he was, what he was thinking. Yeah, he was yeah. like, I, in my 10 years, I've never seen anything like this. He was like, yeah, back in the day, maybe like we, we saw some crazy shit, but like not like the, the full court charging like this. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I, I really want to hear from Stewart and, and from LeBron, the, the, the two guys involved, because they'll yeah. know, you know, they'll have the, the kind of special perspective on this because everyone else was just kind of mm-hmm. watching as we watched, just kind of like amazed at this thing well, going down. And just from this one sequence alone, we didn't even need to do a uh, meme memes of the week because this one already no. has like 20 in just inside of it. Uh, yeah. We were talking about before. I mean, just the uh, DeAndre Jordan scuffling around, just moving all like with his <laughs> arms really straight, like a brick wall uh, to Russ with his Dukes up. Like looks like the Notre Dame fighting Irish logo is the, the best one I saw. I mean, yeah, it, it, there was a lot of laughs to be had with that. And, you know, everybody, we're sticking up for each other uh, in 2021, 2022. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, charge yeah. Everybody charges at Matt. I'll, uh, I'll yeah. put my boots up. <laughs> That'd be good. We had uh, two beat downs for the price of one. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, someone else took a, a beat down in the last uh, 24 hours. Uh, Luke Walton, the former head coach of the uh, <laughs> We're going to censor that. Don't worry. Uh, we, we are holding true to what we said, yeah. but we're not going to curse the team. curse. How crazy is the curse? I, I mean, it's literally, there would have been no other situation where we yeah. would have had to talk about them. And, uh, and here we are. Yeah. We, Big right dog after we swore curse. not to do it. A hundred percent real. Uncanny, man. I just don't really get who did this to us, but uh, yeah. Uh, head coach Luke Walton finally fired. We kind of started giving our two cents about it last week. Cause uh, you know, we, we yeah. were seeing this coming. After taking another loss, yeah, they they had they'd seen enough. They've fallen to twelfth in the West. Good move, good good move. One of the first good moves the Cubs have done in a while. Um, I mean, hopefully they can you know now start shaking everything down because again the talent level on the team still isn't where it needs to be. But uh, you know, let's focus on Luke Walton and kind of his coaching career so far because again, I never even got really what his style was like. Because, again, I, when he went to the Lakers, you could tell he was trying, kind of trying to do what the Warriors did, kind of take what Steve Kerr learned, kind of like, you know, guys like Greg Popovich yeah. and, you know, turned into his own system. And then he just kind of tried to copy it with guys who didn't fit that personnel. And then they yeah. didn't work with L.A. And then he went to and now him are I, I like he pretty much just 
didn't uh, didn't deliver at all. And I don't yeah. think he ever actually came up with his own original game plan. I think he just pretty much was like, I can coast off of this. And obviously, yeah, it, it takes a lot more to be a head coach in the NBA than uh, coasting by on the teachings of somebody else. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, you, you've got a lot of guys uh, in the league who, you know, we, when you look at them, honestly, you're like, would you be here if your dad wasn't, you know, uh, a, a big, big time player? Like, you know, would, would yeah. you be here if, you know, in a lot of situations and obviously Luke Walton played as a player in the NBA and I, uh, you know, got to respect him for that. Like he, he was good enough to be an NBA player, but um, you know, and not everyone's, not everyone's going to be a good coach. And I think he just had, uh, I, I, I think it just trouble relating to guys. Like, uh, I feel like sometimes when you, you get a coach in there, who's like too young, um, yeah. it, 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 you, it's harder for like, to get these, these guys who are, you know, not quite at your age, but you know, closer than if you're like an old guy, like pop or something like that. Like it's, it's harder to get these guys to respect you. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I think, you know, it, it, it's also, you know, it was obviously tough for him, um, obviously had success as an assistant uh, in golden state. Like that was the, the 73 and nine year was when uh, Steve Kerr had his, you know, uh, back surgery or whatever. And uh-huh. uh, Walton took over uh, and they started 39 and four that year. Like they, they had this, this great start, but you got to attribute that mostly more to this system. Kerr had already put in place the year before. And um, you know, Luke Walton, Walton having this incredible uh, collection of players, um, you know, but since then, the the LA team he 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 started coaching in sixteen seventeen wasn't exactly good, um, and then of course you know he leaves um, uh, you know when LeBron gets there, and then in taking over, uh, not not the best situation to to take over also. So, you know, you, it's it's going to be hard to judge someone uh, you know fully and completely when they take over such kind of shitty situations. But yeah. at the same time, I I just yeah I, I don't think. Uh, he has a good track record of, you know, getting guys to really sort of respect him and, you know, galvanize group uh, or galvanize a group or sort of around him and, and playing hard for him. Uh, he just doesn't, he hasn't shown that, that he can have that effect. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, in terms of like his schemes and, and what he does, it's just been kind of very run of the mill, like nothing, nothing too crazy, nothing too, yeah. uh, you know, he, he hasn't exactly, uh, you haven't been able to point to him and say, Oh, look at him. Look, look, look at the stuff he's done with the subpar team, he, he's really, you know, made the most of this. Um, he, he's just kind of a pretty mad coach. He leaves kind of no impression uh, yeah. on me as a fan uh, or like, uh, you know, watching what, yeah, the, the schemes and things that he's put into place. I, I just, I, I can't even think of something when I'm like, Oh yeah, look, look at that interesting thing. Bill Walton's or sorry, Luke Walton's uh, trying out. And he's um, had some so. exciting teams, like, like exciting players, you know, you could, you'd think yeah. that he would have some like, you know, notable plays, but like all the highlights I can think of from, uh, from his former team, we'll call them. Uh, I mean, they, they, I can't think of any that weren't like just fast breaks or like just basic pick and rolls or something like that. Like, you know, yeah. uh, crazy, like buzzer beater, like three is just like a, you know, to beat shot clocks or something like I did. There was no, there was never a singular play that I could think of. That was like, wow. We yeah, great drawn up play. Like even that Harrison Barnes, uh, you know, inbound buzzer beater shot. It wasn't really like it was drawn up that well. It was a basic just off ball screen and he still had to shoot a contested fadeaway three. Like it wasn't, yeah. wasn't like it was a great look or anything. I, I don't know. It's, 
yeah, it's just one of those guys. I think that you know they they show a lot of promise, and this is this, again, this happens in a lot of other sports, not just basketball. But you know, yeah, you'll you'll see these guys that kind of work their way up, and their assistant coaches, and people are like, oh wow, they they they're showing like a lot of you know they're budding stars in the coaching world, the coaching game. Yeah. And then they get their first head coaching job, and then they're not so good. But then people are like, oh well, you know, team's not very good. Maybe if he had better talent around him, and then they get their second stint, and then they kind of flame out, and people are like, okay, he's an assistant coach. Which again, yeah. there's nothing wrong with being an assistant coach. Uh, I mean, you can make lots of money, you can have a lot of success. But uh, yeah, I think if Luke Walton wants to move forward as a coach in the NBA uh, ever again, I think he should just stick to being an assistant, man. Uh, I don't, I yeah. don't think you're that guy. I think you're, you're good. To, you know, you can install, you can help get guys to do some good reps in, but you're not, you're not a, a leader. Yeah, for sure. And like, uh, obviously, when you, in terms of like, uh, when you look at a, a former player and like thinking you know you think to yourself are, are they going to be a good coach i think someone like luke walton who obviously uh you know if you you watched him play he did not rely on any sort of like athleticism or anything like that yeah. he was kind of yeah. more a cerebral guy and he was never a star in the league by any means but you know he could he could shoot it he had good size and he was kind of clearly one of those players that really thinks the game yeah um and uh you know you would think that would be something that you know would would sort of transition into him being a good coach but it doesn't always work out. Like you can't always like transition those sort of the way that you play the game as a player into, um, you know, what a coach does. Like sometimes um, it's the, you know, the the players who are like super tenacious and, you know, know Mm -hmm. what it takes to, you know, play good defense. And, and, you know, basically you can never really tell what qualities are going to make a good coach. Um, And, you know, you see that even with someone like Steve Nash, like it's still, uh, when we've talked a bit about him before, like it's yet to be seen whether or not he's, going to be a great coach in the league where we don't know how long he's going to coach yeah. or um, and how successful 16, got his license. It was handed the keys to the Lamborghini. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you know, we, we don't know how successful he's going to be um, because it's, you know, it's the same type of thing. You know, you want to give someone a job or someone like that, a job head coaching yeah. because he was such a maestro and such a good offensive, uh, you know, playmaker, one of the best we've ever seen. Um, and, you know, one of the most unique uh, players and, and sort of uh, someone who revolutionized the game there in the mid two thousands, but you know, does that translate to, to coaching? Uh, it's, it, it's not necessarily easy to pick that out. Um, yeah. and you know, some guys hit and some guys miss. Um, and, uh, you know, especially for, for Luke Walton, he has shown he is a terrible defensive coach. Like the yeah. have had one of the worst defenses in the league since he got there. Um, and you know, he's had time with the same group to, to kind of try and turn that around. Like they shouldn't be that terrible. Um, and they pr- improved a little bit this year um, in terms of their defense uh, so, so far. Uh, what are they right now? Uh, but their d- defensive rating is still 23rd, uh, so uh, pretty shit. And so, you know, when, when you've got kind of medi- – even if you have mediocre, uh, you know, offense, they're, they're sitting at 14th uh, so far through the season right now. You know, even if Luke Walton can bring that to the table, uh, you can see where his weakness lies uh, in terms of, you know, creating a, a good solid defensive foundation. Yeah. And uh, I, th- I think that's just his downfall. So, yeah, we'll see if he gets another job. I don't know. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, like, no, definitely not this year. And like, we'll, like, like we're saying, I mean, if he's, he was assistant on that warrior staff and, you know, he, he did well doing that. So, you know, keep, you know, keep sort of doing your thing as an assistant and maybe a more appealing job with, you know, better players can open up down the line when you're a little bit older and, guys can you know uh, yeah it, uh, honestly I, I think once he gets older if he's gonna head be a head coach again 
uh, that'll help him. He'll have a little bit more respect, uh, you know, being around the league as a coach a little bit more. Maybe um, so, to, yeah. Maybe he needs to do what his dad did, uh, follow in his footsteps, start taking some crazy drugs, and then just start going and uh, doing random, like, color commentary spots. And do, do you see his dad eat a cupcake that had a lit candle? Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, Bill Walton's <laughs> like an all-time legend for a yeah, lot of Bill reasons, Walton's... both on and off the court. He could have <laughs> yeah. been an all-time meme team guy that we were talking oh, about yeah. earlier. I mean, yeah, he's he's hilarious. I mean, taking his shirt off in the middle of broadcast because he was <laughs> yeah. on the free one that they were given. Yeah, he's 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 yeah. all jokes. I, I, I love Bill Walton. So, yeah, Luke, try and, try and be more like daddy. Try and be more yeah, like Yeah, come on. Um, and uh, just looking at the league right now, uh, you know, who's next in line, maybe uh, in the, uh, the the Grim Reapers path uh, yep. for the NBA coaches. I mean, it's kind of we're in a weird situation as of recording this right now. Like the, uh, the uh, there's there's a lot of new coaches as well. There's a lot of new turnaround. Yeah. And I think it would be hard for me to see a lot of these new coaches get fired, uh, you know, even halfway through the year. But yeah. one team that I could see doing it because their front office has done it before and they don't really show they don't, they haven't shown a whole lot of, you know, maturity or just iq in general when it comes to coaches but uh the pelicans with willie green uh i mean when zion comes back which you know might be in the next uh within the next month uh if they're still struggling by you know even like around where the all-star break is i mean he are you driven by the trade deadline he might just they might say screw it like willie green yeah you had your chance like where we're not performing even close because again they are still underperforming as bad as they've been i think people are just kind of used to it like they do have enough talent they shouldn't be three and 15 uh yeah so it's i mean i think he might be on the hot seat i mean uh you look at the spurs and you would think you know popovich but i mean there's no way they would ever ever do that um but but they then, might, I, I could see them maybe going in there and pushing him. Like they'll never, they'll yeah. never fire him, but I could, I could see. Uh, it would be a mutual part if that ever. Yeah. yeah. Cause I mean, yeah. they're four and 11 right now, but I mean, again, like nobody really expects them to be good this year. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think I said this when we were previewing them too. I think Popovich, they'll probably keep him around just till he breaks that all time wins record. I don't think he's too, too far off. Yeah. Uh, it probably is going to take him another year at this rate though. Uh, I think they were hoping he could do it this year, but uh, I, I don't know how many games exactly he still sits behind. Uh, yeah. But I think he should be fine now. But uh, again, with LeBron probably going to be exercising his demons and trading out all of the players on his team. Yeah, that's what he did this to me. He told uh, Isaiah Stewart to do that on purpose. So that way he kind of like see who's actually loyal to him. <laughs> kind of like uh, he's the king. Yeah, it, was plan, test. Yeah. it was a test. Yeah. And now he knows. He's like, hey, DeAndre Jordan and Russ, I guess, kind of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, his plan safe. failed. His plan yeah. failed. He thought, he's like, oh, two guys he probably didn't want to keep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, they, they maybe they knew that maybe there's it's kind of a Game of Thrones thing. We've talked with Game of Thrones on here before. I mean, I mean, there's a lot going on here. Maybe LeBron's kind of like the Lannisters. Uh, have you ever seen that Bleacher Report thing they were doing? It's called like Game of Zones. Uh, yes, that's oh, the only that Game of awesome. Thrones I've I've uh, taken yeah. in, and I thoroughly enjoyed it, even though I didn't get any of the Game of Thrones references. Oh, it was great, man. I, if anyone's uh, anyone knows Bleacher Report, and they uh, haven't seen any of those. I don't think they're making them anymore, but you should go back and check them out. Game of Zones, uh, really great yep. content there. Uh, but anyways, yeah, legal. I mean, uh, is there any coaches? I mean, the only other one I can think of, honestly, that could be crazy is like Frank Vogel. If the Lakers go on another losing skid, I mean, LeBron, as I was saying, he likes to move on from, uh, from players and coaches quickly. So, I mean, uh, he's not going to have much room to breathe, even though they won a championship. Cause I don't think Ty Lue stuck around too, too long. Uh, when yeah. LeBron was still, uh, was still around in Cleveland. So true. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's one that could, yeah. Depending on how bad the Lakers season goes that, I wouldn't put it past them, uh, you know, to, to make that call, even though 
you know, you, you would expect uh, when, yeah, you, a coach delivers you a championship so recently yeah. and you've still got like the same roster that their job is probably safe, but you never know. Uh, and it, it, yeah, it just depends how badly this season can go for the Lakers. Um, but you're right. Like looking around the league, there's a lot of new coaches, coaches you're not really going to move off of yet. Probably, um, you know, if uh, uh, the, the Celtics obviously had their struggles earlier in the year. And if, if Brad Stevens was still the coach uh, this year, you know, you, you might get like whisperings of, yeah. you know, like, oh, what's going to happen there. But they've already made their coaching change. Um, and yeah, the, even like someone like uh, a team like the Hawks uh, had, had a rough start. But again, last year, they already made their coaching change halfway through the year. McMillan mm-hmm. came in and, you know, coached them to an Eastern Conference final. So um, yeah, you, you've got a lot of guys who probably are untouchable. Luke Walton was definitely the guy, uh, you know, if anyone was going to get the ax, it was going to be him. So uh, I don't think either of us are that surprised. No. There is one name, though, that I think maybe uh, is more on the hot seat than than people realize and is maybe kind of flying under the radar. Uh, and we're, we're just talking about them today in, in over in Detroit. I, I don't know uh, how long Dwayne Casey will be given uh, sort of free reign yeah. to do what he's doing in Detroit because he's been there now since uh, well, since the Raptors fired him. Uh, yeah. So uh, I guess about three years, um, which doesn't seem like a long time, but I think, you know, if I'm Detroit, like I got to start seeing results next year a- ASAP because uh, he like, signs a life at some point he, this year. Yeah. Like uh, you give them this year. Sure. I guess because it's a really young team. Kate hasn't played a lot, but, there's other teams with less kind of squeezing more out of the, out of their guys. Like Detroit mm. is, uh, you know, I thought maybe they'd be a little bit better than they have been this year, but they are like just the other night, the fucking, uh, the Kings blew them out. Uh, you know, any team on any given night can beat Detroit. Like <laughs> Detroit is not safe uh, from anyone. Yeah. Um, and you, you'd think, you know, with, with a number one overall pick and a few, the, the few young, good young guys that they have, even something like Jeremy Grant, they would be better than that. And I think, you know, as much as I respect Dwayne Casey uh, as a coach uh, and as a person um, and, you know, uh, respect what he did to turn the Raptors franchise around from one of the, you know, laughingstock of the NBA to a very respectable uh, team that made the playoffs every year. I was uh, I think egg. <laughs> you did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That would, what a crazy story. You didn't say hi. Eh? No, didn't want to. Uh, He's with his family. Thought it'd be rude. Oh uh, yeah. You're right, I'm, you're a, right. I'm a good guy. Good Everyone be more like me. Try to at least. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, pound the rock, Dwayne Casey. I, I respect that whole era. I, I love yeah. it. Um, and he obviously won the, 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 the 2011 championship as the defensive mind uh, behind the Mavs there. But I think that's the problem with him. I think he's a very old school guy who yeah. uh, really likes to, you know, coach up uh, a defense and plays in a yeah, very kind of traditional way. Like uh, he, he always played when he had Ibaka and he had Valanchunas. He always played he always played Ibaka at the four, never really experimented him with at the five. As soon mm-hmm. as they move off Dwayne Casey, that's what Nick Nurse does right away. And yeah. Ibaka has a complete career resurgence. And there's, it's those little things that I just don't think Dwayne Casey sees as naturally as other coaches. Like he's a really old school guy who really does not, he doesn't see like modern offense in the same way I think other coaches do. So, I don't know if I was Detroit uh, and kind of monitoring this situation, I'd, I'd give them this, this like take yeah. the rest of this year to flounder around, do your shitty little thing. But starting next year, especially if they get a good pick again and Kate is healthy, uh, I'm going to, I would be start, uh, or I would start expecting real uh, results. And I think he could maybe be on the hot seat there. You know, not now. I, I don't expect him to lose the job this year, no matter how bad they do. But um, I, I think he might be kind of in that mix. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, I think that's a, that's actually a really good pick. Uh, pretty much everything that I, I, I was going to say as well on that, you know, when you have a young explosive team, you don't exactly want the guy that wants to play slow paced offense doing post yeah. and just doing yeah, exactly. out defense. Uh, so yeah, I, I would think that, that even that one might not just be for personnel reasons. It would more be so for like what the, what they want to see as a culture with uh, the Pistons moving forward. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But moving on, uh, this is something we actually had alluded to a segment that we, uh, we were going to do weeks ago uh, that we never actually got to. Uh, and again, this might be something we'll do again, uh, as we get even more through the season. Cause as I was telling, uh, Jordan before, and I kind of mentioned even, uh, earlier in the podcast, everything's so open this year and teams are going on win streaks and losing streaks, uh, every like right, left and center. So, I mean, uh, this is going to be one that we can definitely come back to, but we're going to do a little game of contenders or pretenders where Jordan and I are going to throw out a couple of uh, NBA teams. We're just going to discuss quickly whether we think that they're legitimate contenders or if they're just kind of over exceeding and we, we don't have anything really to worry about them. Uh, Jordan, yeah. the first one I want to throw out to you, because I think this is kind of the prime suspect. I think this is the number one one we ever want to talk about. We've talked, we mentioned them before and we, you know, we, we apologized already for not taking them as seriously as we should, but do you find that the 11 and five Washington wizards are contenders or are they pretenders sitting at number two in the Eastern conference right now? Uh, pretenders. Yeah. I think they're pretenders. I don't think they, they have uh, as much of a playoff ceiling as they do a regular season uh, uh, ceiling. Uh, like mm-hmm. I, I think they're very limited in what they can do in the playoffs. Like, I would be pretty shocked, honestly, if they got out of the first round, like we'll see how the final standings kind of shake out and if they can get home court, uh, you know, or and what the kind of final standings look like, but mm. you know, they, they have someone like Montrez Harrell, who you just talked about, you know, who's having an incre- incredibly great season um, coming off the bench a lot of the times. And uh, we talked about, I think in last pod, how he's like top 10 on the, um, basketball reference uh, MVP tracker just because of how well he's doing this year. But we've, we've seen, he is not the same guy come playoff time. He he has a lot of kind of limitations, uh, whether that be his size or kind of inability to shoot, you know, when the game slows down and he goes up against big skilled guys, he can't sort of eat up against uh, the sort of thin front lines that he can um, sort of do during the regular season, which is how he gets a lot of his points and, you know, good for him. Uh, he's been very dominant this year, but he, he just is not the same player in the playoffs. Uh, Kuzma, uh, we've seen, uh, you know. He's goaded. In, 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 well, he, he's goaded, first of all, but we've, we have seen him in the playoffs, but he, he was with uh, LeBron and AD. Yeah. Um, and so you, you don't exactly know whether, you know, he has another kind of notch to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Dinwiddie's a, a great player and I, I, I'm rooting for him and uh, his continued health, but. Uh, the truth is he he isn't uh, the most reliable when it comes to health, you know, no mm-hmm. fault of his own, but, you know, we'll see where he gets to. Um, and their depth, although I like it for the regular season, I just think in the playoffs, they're going to have to shorten their rotation anyway. Um, and it's not going to matter as much. Yeah. And then, you know, you, you're left with some, you know, guys like KCP or do you play Burton? So I think they're playing really well right now and they're going to be a great, uh, I think they're going to continue to win games through the regular season. They'll probably not at this clip. I think, um, they're kind of be going to be brought down to earth a little bit, uh, over the course of the you know entire season. Um, and you know, there'll be a playoff team for sure, uh, which is better than I thought they'd be. I thought they'd be more play in mix, but I think they'll get a top six seed, um, at this point. 
But, uh, but yeah, I think I'd put the chances of them losing in the first round probably higher than, than getting to the second round. Like I think even like a team, yeah. uh, I, I could see them matching up with like a team like Boston or something in the first round. I think Boston has the talent to beat them. Yeah, um, especially in the playoffs. Yeah, in the really, playoffs. With, like whoever has the best player on the court is going to have such a bigger advantage. I mean, we've seen with LeBron James a million yeah. more times. Yeah, exactly. And, and Boston's got such a solid defense there. And, um, you know, and teams like that. And the East is, you know, deeper than it has been in the past. So, yeah, I, as much as I appreciate and, you know, respect what the Wizards are doing, I think they fall in that pretenders, unfortunately. Sorry, Wizards. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to have to agree on that. I mean, again, it's been nice to see them kind of come back. We haven't seen them be uh, too competitive in the last couple of seasons. Uh, yeah. again, again, nice to see Bradley Beal get some help. Uh, yeah. And it's not just, like, you know, a contract year uh, for them. So, you know, they're back. <laughs> they're actually building for the future. Nice to see for once. Uh, yeah. but yeah, besides, you know, they're, they're number seven, in defensive rating, uh, and that's kind of what they hang their hats on. And when yeah. they play a team that can really go toe to toe with them, uh, offensively, uh, they don't really have the offensive ability after Bradley Beal to get the job done. Uh, it's yeah. a lot of hustle points. Uh, again, Dinwiddie, as you said, uh, reliable when he's healthy, but you can't be reliable when you can't be healthy. So yeah. it's kind yeah. of a catch 22, uh, but again, yeah, Dinwiddie does make a difference, but he's not a, like a go-to bucket getter. He's more of a, he's always yeah. going to be a playmaker. Kuzma wishes he was a go-to bucket getter, but he yeah. he'll, he'll shoot 44% uh, on like a good night. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm not, uh, yeah, I'm definitely not sold on them by any means. Uh, I, I, I'm on your same boat. Like I, I look at them as a team that could be like a three seed, even when the season shakes yeah. out, like they yeah. could play their way to a three or a four seed and then lose in like four, like five, six games. Uh, yeah, definitely not four, but yeah, they could lose in five or six games. Uh, and I, and I wouldn't be surprised because again, they just don't have the experience yet. And like Bradley Beal will, he'll, he's an amazing player and he'll, I'm sure do well for them the rest of the year, but I, I wouldn't consider them uh, at all in that contender status. Uh, well, and, and while we're, t- well, just while we're talking about the Matt, I just want to do this, yeah. this exercise with you. I just came up with it. Like, so I, I, cause I'm just curious. Cause like we are talking about the East. It is deeper than it normally is. Like nor- sure. you know, yeah. looking back at a few years ago, you'd think uh, a team like this Washington team could make it to the second round, but like they would lose to Brooklyn. Right. Yeah. They would lose to Chicago probably. Yeah. Yeah. The, I they, think definitely Miami would beat them. Yeah. Even though they um, just beat them in a barn burner. One Oh three. Yeah. Pretty good. I think the first time they, they played a back to back. Yeah um new york i think would probably beat them though that would, would be take close i take the yeah. next deeper um, yeah uh and then right now charlotte's in sixth that would even be a close series but i think maybe washington could edge that out it uh, that would talked... be really it would come down to you know is miles bridges like that if he can come out and because like they, they it'll be bradley beal and the mellow kind of going back and forth but then it would be you know miles bridges can he kind of be better than uh than the wizards you know team effort coming out after that because yeah, yeah and, I, I, and can, I do think the wizards have the depth advantage in that yeah and and that would be come down to can charlotte defend uh you know all yeah. the kind of weapons that washington has uh we already talked about boston cleveland even uh <laughs> as a healthy squad i don't know where they're gonna finish but that would be i think that would be series. a it would be ugly but but that would be close because good luck bradley beal going in there against their their towers yeah. in there and they're more dangerous offensively than you know people give them credit for then you get down to I'm just reading off the standings right now. We still haven't gotten to Milwaukee, Philly, or Atlanta, or even Which like Toronto or Indy. They wouldn't beat, I don't think, 
Uh, they could beat maybe the Pacers. Raptors would be competitive, obviously, but there's no way yeah. they beat the Bucks, the Sixers, or the Hawks if they're all healthy. Right. So I just went ran down all the way to the 13th yeah. team, and you know we're not sure about anyone that that Washington can win, so or can beat in the first round. So yeah, it, it, it's just even though like it seems like the Wizards are good enough, mm-hmm. a good enough Eastern Conference team to like make the second round of the playoffs, the East is just so improved that uh, I, I just I just don't see it happening. Well, Jordan, moving on to the next team uh, that I want to discuss with you. Uh, again, the league's so open, uh, and the, the, we're going to the West Coast team right now. They're 9-7. and seven. Uh, They've actually been playing fairly well. Uh, you know, they, or they were playing fairly well uh, as of late, rather, I should say. Uh, but having, uh, you know, Luka Doncic being off uh, due to some injury uh, concerns mm-hmm. this season, they're sitting at 9-7, and seven, losing streak of three right now. Uh, it looked like Chris Ops was going to put the team on his back. He's putting up yeah, good numbers, uh, even though they're losing. Uh, but I mean, you know, they, they just lost today to the Clippers, uh, in a, in a close one to be fair in a close one. Uh, yeah. but the, uh, the Dallas Mavericks, uh, a team that's been pesky and they've, you know, pushed the Clippers to the brink at times. It felt like, yeah. you know, uh, they, I believe they were up two Oh last year. Uh, do you think that, and again, we'll, we'll even say, you know, when, when Luke is a hundred percent, would you call them contenders? Or would you call them pretenders? This is something I go back and forth on, but the, like, to me, the fact that, uh, I think like, uh, so far this year, it seems to me like the Mavs have had, have had a shit year, like a horrible year, just because they've, uh, like Luca hasn't been healthy, uh, you know, more recently and he didn't, mm-hmm. he, he wasn't playing like the MVP candidate. We all thought he would be earlier in the season. He is a guy who we're learning likes to play kind of himself into shape as the season goes on. You've got Jason kid with a new system there who kind of even just that adjustment just by itself felt like it lost them a few games. They probably would have won last year, yeah. uh, you know, earlier on in the season. Um, you know, the, the, there's the whole thing about how Chris Stapps is going to be used. Um, you know, what, what kind of system, uh, Jason Kidd's going to run ultimately, you know, it's, if it's going to be, you know, he, he was talking about making it more egalitarian, not like, you know, Luca, uh, just kind of having the ball 90% of the time and then spraying it out to shooters. He was posting up, uh, he was getting Dorian Finney Smith to go post up on guys. It was yep. ridiculous. So like, it just seems like the Mavericks season is, is just like way out of whack, but then I look and they're nine and seven and fifth in the West. Like that's kind of what, uh, makes them seem uh, kind of tips me more towards actually contenders for them. Um, because I think even though they've been through all this adversity, they're still kind of, they're, they're hanging in there and they're, yeah. they're over 500. They're, they're, uh, you know, uh, on pace, uh, you know, as, 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 if they win, you know, they're, they're, they're going to definitely leapfrog the Clippers, I think. Um, and, you know, we'll see about, uh, you know, it looks like the Warriors sons and the jazz have pretty good leads on them for now, but, like I, I could see them solidly in that four spot uh, as we move forward through the season when they get Luca back. Uh, that's how good he is. You know, it almost doesn't even matter what else is going on around the team. But um, you know, whether or not Jason Kidd is the right guy for the job, I think he will. Uh, you know, the guys will get uh, uh, more used to him as the season goes on, and he's yeah. going to learn what works and what doesn't. So um, yeah, I'm I've I'm just I've been impressed, even though I've also been kind of disappointed with how it started. Like I'm just I'm impressed that they're you know, the, the, the ship is still sailing and they're, they're, they're doing better than sort of, it seems in my mind, like they should be doing. And, uh, yeah. you know, uh, uh, we'll, we'll see what goes, uh, you know, how, how the middle of the season goes. Like I could see them maybe as a team that tries to upgrade, uh, mm-hmm. around the trade deadline. I don't know how they would do it, but, 
I, yeah, I, I think, um, you know, everything I've just said, plus the fact that the West is so wide open uh, and, you know, the yeah. Lakers do not look like this juggernaut and the fact that they showed in the, they've shown in the playoffs, uh, Luca and this whole Dallas team has another gear they can get to. They look more mm-hmm. dangerous in the playoffs. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put, put it past them, you know, depending on how, on how clay looks, you know, everyone's trying to anoint golden state uh, that Dallas could beat golden state in the playoffs. If they oh, were yeah, both yeah. Uh, fully healthy um, and Dallas was, you know, and especially Luca was you know running on all cylinders. Um, and, you know, there, there's just no one I can confidently say out West that like, Oh yeah, they would put the smack down on the, the Mavs that it's a terrible matchup. They beat them no matter what. There's just no one I can say uh, that for really this year. And I think Luca's that good that they maybe could do it. A lot of things have to break. Right. But I think if I had to choose, I, I would actually put them in contenders. Yeah, I, I definitely, I, uh, for me, and it, it's, I guess you could say this would make me think they're contenders, but I still would say pretenders, but like, again, as you're saying, like it's Luka, close. So I'm on the line. Yeah. Luca is good enough that he could like, I could see them kind of have like a 2019 trailblazers run and get to like the conference yeah. finals. And like, I would be like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But like, I don't, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't see it happening, but like, I wouldn't be shocked if he just goes yeah, crazy yeah. and then they get beat up in the conference finals against, you know, whoever it is they're playing. Uh, yeah. but like, again, we've seen it with the Atlanta Hawks, like if the Atlanta Hawks can get to the East finals, then I mean, why yeah. like the, the Mavs this year, I would say are pretty much on par with the, the, uh, the Hawks of last year. So yeah. sure. They're, they're equipped to go on a run, but like if I was going to, if I'm a betting man before the playoffs started, I, I definitely wouldn't be looking at the Mavs as a team that's going to win their, uh, their conference. Uh, yeah. And uh, you know, the last team I guess, Jordan, is there anyone you want to discuss? Is there anyone off the top of your head that you were like immediately, you're kind of a little bit uh, you're questionable on. No, you, you keep going Matt. you're on a roll. I, I mean, there probably was, if I could, uh, there, there would be, if I could think about it, but um, this, this is your segment. I want you to throw it at me and I'll react. So the last, the last team I'm going to throw at you, and uh, this is a team that you know we we haven't really actually talked all that much about. Uh, we mentioned them just now, you know, we we're running through the East, uh, and again, another nine and seven team, another team that you know started off really hot this year uh, and has kind of cooled off since and been kind of a, a one win one loss kind of uh, team. Uh, the New York Knickerbockers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they loaded up this off season, uh, you know, uh, they, 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 they've definitely been, they've built a strong team and yeah. they've got a deep roster. Uh, and I, I, I even gave them the, the title of a dark horse contender coming out of yeah. the East, uh, which I, again, I kind of still like, I don't mind it. Like, I think that they're still kind of learning a little bit. They're still kind of playing together, but like, again, as we said, how open the East is right now, but I would take like, I give the Knicks, like played the 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 heat or the bulls i think those would be really good series i think those would be competitive yeah. hard series oh, definitely would, the bulls i would like the the knicks i would definitely i would take them over the hornets i'd probably take them over the celtics definitely the Cavs. uh and then i think they would even give i think the bucks the sixers or the hawks they would give a run for too so i mean i'd yeah. love to hear what you have to say but i, I again same with kind of how the luca and the mavericks are i could see them going on a run but I don't know if I could give them contender status, but I would put them as more legit than just pretending they're at least playing. They're not just pretending. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for me, they kind of, I don't think it's as close as the Maverick situation, but it is, it is kind of something I'm teetering on, but for these guys, it's opposite. I I fall more on the side of pretenders, Mm -hmm. Um, but that's just, 
I wouldn't have said that like with this team on paper before everything started, I would have, maybe they would have edged close, you know, closer to the middle or closer to contenders because um, you know, I, I, I do really like everything, uh, all the additions that they've made. And I like the idea that, you know, RJ Barrett will take another leap forward. Um, you know, all this stuff that, you know, kind of should be happening, but sure, yeah. they're, they're now just kind of playing, uh, they keep losing to our, to Orlando. They got to stop playing the magic, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not good. Um, they, 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 they should, you know, object to playing the magic <laughs> for the rest of the season because yeah, they, they just can't Lord seem to win against them. Um, they, uh, you know, they, 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 for some reason, somehow their bench unit is playing better than their starting unit, which is just yeah. insane right now. He um, rose way better than Kemba right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and you've, so, you, so you've got all these weird kind of combinations that Tibbs has to, has to work out. Obviously, uh, uh, Randall had a big night tonight, actually, as we're recording a Sunday night, he had like 30 and 10, 34 and 10, something like that against, uh, the bulls, another close game, uh, between yeah. those two those two teams, but, uh, you know, counting on him to have the same type of season he had last year, I think was kind of fool's gold because he had, uh, you know, uh, MVP like, uh, or MVP caliber season last year. Yeah. It's going to be really hard to recreate, uh, you know, such a like magical season from him. Um, and he has kind of fallen back down to earth. Um, but like you had talked about earlier in the year, you, you kind of adjust for that happening with the next step that Barrett can take. Yeah. And it looked like he was doing that earlier in the year, but he just hasn't been able to be as consistent as you would like. Um, and, you know, that's kind of the next step for him. Like he's shown he's he, he had mentality, man, all these Canadian guys, I don't get one. None I of know, them. They're, they're too soft, too... Murray. <laughs> and, uh, and he might have a little bit too much of it sometimes, but yeah, um, yeah. Um, yeah Barrett, he, he really has, he's talked about this season, how he wants to become a better defender and he wants to, be a better shooter and he's shown the he's, he's had the really good flashes kind of flash in the pan moments of you know good 30 point games where he's shot the ball really well um but yep. yeah consistency is going to be the next step for him um you know uh showing that not only can he do you know what he needs to do to get this team to win but do it consistently um and so like, i do think the knicks have another gear that they can get to uh and hopefully they can sort of reach that and kind of ramp up the play as they go into the playoffs because i i think i, I you know their whole collection of guys um between what they have off their bench and, and and their starters like i think are uh really good and i think they have a better chance to succeed in the playoffs this year than they did last year um, yeah, for sure, i, I, for I was sure. not really that surprised that they got the smackdown uh kind of handed to them by the by the the hawks in that first round yeah um, just because they didn't have the talent so i like what they've done i think they're pretenders as of right now but that's mostly just because of the way they've been playing i think they've been kind of underwhelming recently but just because of the way they played orlando yeah 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 take the orlando losses out there they're contenders um but you know they can they can i think there's room for them to improve and kind of tilt back uh to that contender status um and i still i still say what i what i said i think in our preview pod i think the absolute ceiling output on the knicks is getting to the conference finals. Uh, yeah. I, I can't see them in the finals, but I could see them getting getting past the first round and squeaking out a really really tough uh, series in the second round with somebody. Uh, I could see that happening for sure. But they got to start playing better. Yeah. Well, and we'll be back with some more uh, contenders and pretenders. As I said, as the season keeps going on, we're uh, just around that quarter of the way through uh, part of the season, so we wanted to get a head start on that. Uh, but yeah, look, especially around, you know, halfway point of the season when, uh, you know, some of these teams will really start to shake out who's legit and who's not. 
Uh, so uh, be on the lookout for contenders or pretenders part two. But yeah, it's sure. Monday, and as everyone should know at this point, it's Trivia Monday. And uh, after uh, the points of Palooza last week, if uh, you guys didn't see it, uh, I put on an absolute uh, show for Jordan, and then he put on a clinic for me. So it was a nice yep. man game there. Uh, but I, I don't know. You got something crazy, like six points or something. I only have like four total right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm not that hot much uh, ahead of you, even though I had such a great week last week. It's because I had I put up a goose egg the first time, mm-hmm. and I think you've. Have we, have we done two trivias with you? I think I'm. Two? I think we're like two to two now. But I gave you the, the bump, the yeah, second one. Yeah, so I, you did. I, I I might have only have three. I don't know. I, we can always go back and we'll get the score eventually corrected by the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, but again, and uh, another thing, you know, we wanna we wanna see if you guys know better than us. Feel free to send us at Big Dog Ball Talk, uh, Twitter, yeah. Instagram, or at uh, either Jordan's uh, Jordan or I's Instagrams. Uh, you know, feel free to just DM us any kind of questions, and we'll uh, we'll we'll see if we know them. Uh, yeah. we'd love to, love to give you guys a chance to stump us, but, uh, I, I'm guessing the Neanderthals that listen to us probably wouldn't be able to do it. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, uh, F- uh, Flegel, what do you got you ready for me? this? All right. So, um, I told you last week that I would give you points of Palooza this week, but I forgot about trivia until about five <laughs> minutes before we uh, started recording. So points of Palooza is going to have to wait. Yeah. He doesn't um, want to, he doesn't, he doesn't want to let me breathe. He wants to try and no. hold the man down. But, um, and Matt, you made a fatal mistake uh, because you would—I would have handed you right into your lap the, the easiest question because uh, it's clear that you knew the answer. But if you hadn't said it, I wouldn't have known that. I was going to ask you how many times LeBron had been ejected in his career. Probably too <laughs> easy uh, because uh, I'm sure someone said it. Oh, I saw it uh, a couple times today. Yeah. As this was all going down, um, and this 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 variation on the question might be easy too. This was going to be the bonus point, but it's going to have to be just the whole question. Nice. What year was the first ejection? So not the one that happened today, uh, but the mm. the first ejection uh, of his career. What year was it? Because again, I want to say that I like this is like, it's been recent enough, like the last ten years. Uh, like I, I don't think it was like a young LeBron. Like I think it was like Miami LeBron, if what I want, if I remember right. Like I swear, I I know the ejection. I can kind of like picture it in my head. I'm gonna go. 2012 close matt well actually no not close 2017 <laughs> 27 really oh that late yeah it was the Cavs. it was, it was i'm shocked i could have sworn he got ejected because there were some games he was fired up playing for the heat i know i'm surprised i was actually really shocked that he's never been ejected uh more than just that one time and i guess usually he like, just fights with his teammates instead of yeah true yeah player, so. you can't be ejected for uh yelling at mario chalmers i guess yeah if, if you or could Kyrie, you'd, you'd he's have like 12. yeah yeah but yeah the ejection was it was 2017 it was actually it was funny it was the year um sort of early part of the season uh when d wade was there all those guys before they all got oh traded. yeah it yeah was that, it was that uh 2017-18 year and uh it was against the heat uh he he just kind of drove down the lane to the left. He, he, he got hammered and there was no call. And then he did his classic like, hey, and went up to the ref and, and screamed at him. And uh, it was enough of a reaction that he got the, the straight double technical um, and, and got kicked out. So yeah, 2017. You would, I, I would have guessed Miami LeBron too though, Matt. So don't, yeah. don't feel it. Don't feel bad. Okay. Um, so uh, we're going to talk Andrew Wiggins on this next oh, yeah. question. So no excuses here. 35 tonight uh, or something. 32 maybe. I don't know. He's a beast though. Suck yeah, it, Raptors. He, yeah, well, anyway. He, he owns Canada. 
Wiggins, uh, yeah, he, prime minister. He, he had, yeah, I think 32 was his final point point total uh, tonight here, Sunday night uh, against the Raptors um, in the, uh, when the, the, the Warriors beat the Raptors here tonight. And uh, so my Andrew Wiggins theme question was, uh, and all these stats I'm about to give to you, or the question I'm going to give you is before tonight's game taken okay. into account. So b- before his scoring tonight, um, Andrew Wiggins has averaged 21 points per game or more against five NBA teams. Okay. So there's five different teams that he's averaged 21 or more against. Uh, and so you get five guesses. Cool. Who are they? Do I get five points or do I just get five, uh, five guesses? You, no, you get five total guesses and you get a point per right answer. Okay, so this cool. is a little, little points of Palooza. Any points Palooza. I love it. Okay. Well, one and real Wiggins fans, there's not many of us out there. will know Andrew Wiggins is kind of the goat against the thunder. No, sir. Really? He's probably close. He's probably, I could pull he's it up. He's had like multiple like game winners. Like he, that's where he had he the has. one. He had the bank yeah. The, one. Like, yeah, the bank he one was usually good. plays well. I'm very surprised that he, that's not the thunder. I'm really well, surprised. Like, I was looking like there's okay. There, there's one particular team. And when you realize which one it is, it'll make sense. I, I, I fuck, I shouldn't have said that. No, but there's good. one I, particular I, team that he is at like, way above the rest of his point total okay. the 21 point cutoff was kind of arbitrary because there was a lot of other teams he averaged like 20.5 like there's like half the league he averages so like around 20, hard, by, yeah. or yeah. 20 points uh against but uh but yeah this is just the top the top five and sure, yeah, yeah i'll give you a mini hint one of them is quite a bit more than all the other ones the other okay. ones are kind of middle of the pack of the, the four are kind sure. of all around the same amount and then yeah okay here's here's there. another one that and again I, and this was just again from his younger years uh because i think that he kind of played these games with a bit more of a chip on his shoulder and i used to watch them and hope he dunked on lebron uh is cleveland included on yep. that top five yep yeah yep. okay cool yeah i thought cleveland would be there he always uh he's always had good games the, against cleveland you know team that originally should have taken him uh <laughs> he'd be uh, an nba champion already by now lebron would love him uh yeah, let's see. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the Raptors. I think he's had a lot of a couple good games against the Raptors. Yep. Okay. So I've I've got three, two out of three so far. Not bad. Uh. Mm, 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 mm. Okay. Well, the reason. Okay, kids. I'm. This is. And I. I. Because you keep saying that one of these is way higher than the other, and he just recently had that game against the Timberwolves. Is the Timberwolves the one that's way higher? One game, and he averaged. Averages 32 or whatever the hell it was, 35. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You're right. He's yeah. up at almost, clo- he's at like 27 points per game against the Wolves. Yeah. Uh, but that's because he's only played four games against them. And that's like what last I Last year and this year. Yeah. Hey. So that one was. Get rid yeah. of a guy like that. He's always going to get his revenge. He's revenge. Maybe he does have a little bit of that killer mentality that we were seeing his kids. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. You just got to, uh, so you, you three, have to trade him there? for him to play well. Yeah. You're three of four. You got one more guess. Uh, I'm going to go with our, uh, a, a team that I, we don't acknowledge just cause I think that he played them enough and they suck enough. I'm going to go with the. Wow. I'm actually really impressed. That's right. I, I don't know how you could possibly have gotten four of five. Oh, hey, not bad. The one point. Of hey, I, cause it's Wiggins, baby. I know Wiggins. <laughs> I just know him. Blood brother. Oh man. Wow. That's, that's really good. But the, the one you got wrong, what did you guess? You guessed the, uh, I guess the thunder. Yeah, you guess the Thunder. The other one, the other one was the Lakers. 
He actually interesting. I would not have guessed the Lakers. Wouldn't have guessed. Yeah, the Lakers. I was a little surprised. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I guess he played yeah. against them back when people thought like uh, when D'Lo was there, when it was going to be like, oh, uh, you know, Cat and Wiggins are going to play Julius yeah. Randle and D'Lo and Brandon Ingram in the fi- the Western Conference Finals in 2025. Oh, yeah, that that, oh, how that worked out. All right. Now, uh, in honor of Malice at the Palace 2.0 here on uh, Sunday, December, or no, November 21st, 2021. Nice. We're going to go back uh, 20 years, uh, less than 20 years. We're going to go back to 2004, 2004, uh, when the Malice at the Palace happened, the, the OG Malice at the Palace. But even before that, to the, I guess, technically the 03, 04 season when the Pistons won their... Uh, no superstar championship, mm-hmm. uh, iconic. Uh, tell me who, and you get a point for each one you get right. You get four total guesses. Um, actually, no, sorry, three total guesses. Three total guesses, okay. one for each one, uh, because the last one of this will be obvious. They played the Lakers in the finals, but who did they beat through the East? Ooh, interesting. Okay. This is the 2003-04 Pistons, who won the championship, yeah. beat the Lakers in five games. What were the three series they won in the East? And you get three guesses for each team, um, okay. and one one right one point for for each right answer. Uh, is one the Nets? Yep. I feel like that was the conference finals, probably. No, that was the second really? round. Oh, okay, yeah, I guess actually that was... I shouldn't give this away. Fine. Well, that's fine. I mean, either way, uh, around that time. Mm... What about the Heat? Nope. Nope. No, no Heat. Um, one more guess. I, I, you know, oh, okay, you no, know I'm gonna throw them at the Sixers. Nope. They were one nope, of the first teams not quite there yet. Line. Interesting. Okay, well, I'll take one. I'll take one for three. You got one point. But uh, the uh, who they played in the conference finals, which were led to the malice at the palace, the all the animosity, was the Pacers. Really? The Pacers. Tough. Yeah, it was a tough. Uh, I actually game, yeah, six game yeah. series. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, they that, did a uh, team still, even around the end there. Uh, yeah, because they, they had Reggie. Miller was still playing. I always think he retired in like 2000. Like, and then my he, seat- ret- he retired after the Malice at the Palace. He was like, I can't do this. Yeah, Because <laughs> he, he was injured that game. Uh, but uh, no, the Pacers were really, really good. And uh, they, they, you know, obviously they, they think they could have, uh, you know, won that series in 04. And they wanted revenge in 05. And then the Malice at the Palace happened and they mm-hmm. were... Uh, you know, kind of broken up there, but, uh, but yeah, they went, Oh, and so yeah, New Jersey was the second round and the bucks, they beat the bucks in the, the first round. Gotcha. All right. Interesting. Milwaukee, New Jersey, Indiana, and the conference finals. And then uh, put the smack down on the, I, I like that though, because yeah, you don't really think of the journey, right? You don't think yeah. of uh, who else would have even been around at that time. So no, I like that. It's the climb. Am I right, Matt? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. It's the um, climb. No, no. Okay, yeah. you know. I'll sing the full song on the way out. Uh, let's let's move on. Uh, the Bulls. You know, the Bulls just moved into first place in the East tonight. Uh, tied with the Nets. Tied with the Nets, but they must have the tiebreaker breaker or something because uh, officially on Bleacher Report and everything, they're they're in the, the number one uh, spot in the East. They beat the Bulls Sunday night. One oh, sorry, the Knicks. <laughs> yeah. One oh nine, one oh three. As I mentioned before, Julius Randle had a good game, but. Uh, Levine and DeRozan on the Bulls side uh, were fantastic yet again. Um, so the Bulls Knicks classic NBA rivalry had those crazy, crazy games back in the nineties, uh, you know, MJ versus Ewing, all that stuff. Um, who has uh, for throughout the entire history of the league, these are two pretty old franchises, all things considered. 
um, who has won the the season series, the regular season series? The uh, most, and then there'll be a the bonus most. point. Sorry? Who's won the most between the, the Bulls? Yeah, and- yeah. In the head-to-head Bulls uh, versus the Knicks, all okay. regular season, all time, who uh, is ahead right now? Yeah. I'm going to go the Bulls. Yeah. Nice. nice. And that's just from yeah. like the, the 80s and 90s. Like obviously the Knicks were still good. The Bulls were always just a little bit better. Uh, yeah. And then obviously, I mean, even when the Bulls have been bad, they've never been as bad as the Knicks. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that was a pretty that, – that was that was a good guess for me at least. Uh, I, I felt pretty confident with that. Yeah, that was the one kind of throw in. I was pretty sure you would get that one uh, because I, I wasn't sure. I, I did not expect the uh, the onslaught of right answers on the Wiggins question. Uh, <laughs> Man, really I don't. Me. I'm not just here shooting the shit. This is my lifely. Like this is my life. Like, I'm, I'm not playing. There's no game here, this is, man. This, this is the Wiggins. second time. This is the second time I've had to do this, which is take away what I was going to be a multiple choice question and just make it a plain question shot in the dark because i'm not about to give you all these three points but uh what way what is (laughs) what's the difference between uh like what's the spread how many more games has the bulls won in the whole regular season series of their whole history uh versus the knicks how many more have they won than the knicks because you were right the bulls have won more but how many more games 21 13 oh I was almost, I was going to say that. I'm like, no, it's higher. No, 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 That's no, crazy. No, no, no. no, no, I, no, I, no, no. Nice I, try, Matt. Nice but try. I was like around like those early teens. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm going to go big. I'm going to go big. Okay. That, that, okay. Interesting. No, that's fine. I'm okay with losing that bonus. So the, so the season series is actually pretty close because, you know, the Knicks had all those, those good teams back in the seventies and three nineties. Yeah. But anyway. Um, okay. So last, last, last question here. Yeah. Last okay. question been successful so far um, you got like five or six points something close to that you are at six points oh yeah four four on the wiggins question alone for fuck's sake uh, this is points of palooza i i yeah what, what do you, what, what, I, I didn't give myself enough credit points of palooza electric boogaloo <laughs> um all right last one so the suns uh are on a 12 game winning streak on fire right now down there in the valley of the sun mm-hmm. uh, and so they're yeah they're they're they've just got twelve I think tonight they beat the Nuggets really hammered them uh, though the Nuggets I don't believe had Jokic but uh, can you tell me the longest winning streak in Phoenix Suns history? Oh, it definitely would I, it would have to be the seven seconds or last Suns. Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna go with twenty three games. That would be impressive. Uh, you're pretty close. Seventeen. Okay, yeah, yeah, that, that, that sounds a little more uh, reasonable, yeah. I suppose. But yeah, I I know that those seven uh, the seven seconds or less, like they had some like close to sixty wins, if not sixty win seasons. So I knew that yeah. they would be probably yeah, have you're some, right some long streaks rattle off there. Uh, you're right. It but, was uh, seven seconds or less. It was the 06, 07, uh Phoenix Phoenix Suns led by Mr. Steve Nash. Yeah, within that, and that was his second MVP year then, two thousand seven. Or is that the yeah. Kobe MVP year? And he was 05, 06. Oh, I don't. It, it's no, one I think, of those two things. I forget. I, I'm pretty Kobe sure Kobe in 2007. To, oh, Kobe was, in 2007, okay. I think. And then I think LeBron. Oh, might yeah. LeBron was first in 2008. 8, 9. No, no. LeBron was 9, 10. So I think maybe Kobe was 2008. Maybe. I don't know. We'll find out. I, I, no, I, just for the sake of it, we don't usually do this, but I, I'm actually curious because I'm pretty sure. we to find out. Crash. 
was uh was was that was the 2007 uh mvp i could have sworn that was after his back-to-back uh here we go everybody this is our our jeopardy this is really testing our own skills so let's see so 2000 uh 2000 okay no 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 you were right so 2005 and 2006 no i'm not doing that 2007 dirk Nowitzki. Oh, right. And then 2008, Kobe, LeBron, LeBron, D. Rose, LeBron, LeBron, KD, Steph, Steph, Russ, James Harden, Giannis, Giannis, Yo. Russ, oh, my God. And then 2022, it says here, Andrew Wiggins. Okay, that that checks out. Did you edit the Wikipedia page? No, someone else probably did. Oh, okay. Wiggins, maybe. (laughs) But I'm happy with how that went. Son of Palooza was a great success. Shout out to Wiggins as always. Uh, You know, I hold it down for him because he holds it down for me. So uh, yeah, let's fucking get it. Yeah. Yeah. I I really like, I appreciate and I I love the brotherhood you guys uh, have formed over the years. It's It's a strong bond, man. It's a strong bond. One day he'll, he'll actually acknowledge my existence and that'll be pretty cool. Um, But until that day, we're still here begging you guys share us. Shout us out on your social media. You know, tell your friends word of mouth. Uh, you know, we've been loving and feeling all the support you guys have been giving us. Uh, sending you know, in so. your uh, your cues and your yep. uh, your your, uh, your ears. Keep sending it. Yeah, uh, literally. Yeah, we want to hear your takes. We want to hear your questions. We want to hear everything. Uh, and again, you can catch us at Big Dog Ball Talk, uh, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, whatever the hell you want. We got it. Uh, but it's been another great episode. Uh, we'll be back at you guys with another one on Friday. Uh, and as always, for Big Dog Ball Talk, I'm Matt Icarn with my friend Jordan Flegel. And as that certain friend Jordan always does. Yeah, don't. Uh... Don't let anyone charge about your brothers from across the court. You gotta, you gotta stick up for them. Not even if they're a brother from another mother. No, no. Not even then. Not even if it's Marquise Morris and your Marcus Morris. You better start swinging, buddy. I would You're love in the bloom. I would love to see them like in a playoff series against each other, like on different teams. Let's see how chippy it would get. Like, and they they swap teams, teams, just one game, see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It would be, uh, I don't know, I, I could see them going at each other's throats, but, uh, you know, only to a point, because they're not going to hurt each other. Their mom's going to stand up and be like, hey, yeah. cut this out. But, uh, Pull them by the yeah, ear. No. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, but no, you, you can't let it happen. If someone's charging at, uh, at your brother from across the, from across the court, you got to do what DeAndre Jordan did. Little, little hop step, little uh, sort of side-to-side action. And uh, you got to stop it. If, we, if that ever happened on our runs, building that. I, I would do that. I would, I would stand up and stand right in. No, and I would do if someone tried to be Jordan.